Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, welcome into That's Your Opinion with Chicken Smoot, Fred Smoot, Chick Hernandez, and our producer, our trusty producer. I'm not sure how trusty he is. Uh, we call him the Amish man. Cy Fenwick is yeah. in the house. Uh, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to warn you guys right now that you know, I'm a little bit out of it because it is Masters Week, and normally I have five okay. screens working, and I will be puckered into my couch. I exile. Why today? Why today when you know this man is a master's, you know, you know when they say in the 80s, he's a crackhead, he's addicted to crack, he's a master's head. I, he's a master's head. His wife don't deal with him long this time, his kids leave him alone, and then Cy hits him up and say, seven o'clock, we got to go. I don't know if we're going to get the best Chick Hernandez tonight. I, I just don't really know. How about a word from our sponsor? Huh? Bet online, the fastest, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. You a gambler? Yes, I am. I gamble all the time. Yeah, you gamble with your life a few times. The math yeah. is here, as we've talked about. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head to the website, betonline.ag, and use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sports book experts. Hey, I love hey I've been down with Bet Online for a year now. I, I've been on yep. the team. What you been, been waiting on? The team. Hey, uh, listen. I got some. I, I do. I do a lot of different things. You know. Of, I had to, of course, wait, you do I had that. to wait for some things to clear. You can't have a. You can't have a conflict of interest. You can't do mm-hmm. that. I, I wait for it. some things to clear. You know. Well, we, it's, we just like a, it's just like a. It's like a golf tournament now. So I mean, this is. I'll, I'll. I will think of this as a competition. And usually in competitive golf, I do rise to the occasion. I'm just. You know, my my mind wanders every once in a while. The good news is that the first round is over. Um, yeah. As we tape this, Justin Rose is a, is a rose among the azaleas at Augusta National right now. Uh, had a hell of a round. So, but the week has begun, and mm-hmm. and and in in that vein, by the way. So I know you guys aren't big big time uh, golf nuts. No, I I, I know um, my golf. Listen to me. I was about to ask you a question before you went on. You go on your rant because it's gonna last forever. I I lived in Roswell, Georgia. Okay. I lived in between Augusta. And I had a golf course uh, maybe five miles away from it. Plus, I lived on a golf course. I, I want to ask course. you this. I want to ask you this. Why is the – what makes the Georgia golf course at Augusta so prominent that it houses the Masters? And they don't move the Masters around like they do, per That's se, why. a bowl game to the, to the other courses. Is it just because it's a course that is hard to put on? So it makes it easy for a Jordan Speed to win it and hard for DeChambeau? <laughs> is it the fact that it takes multiple shots to complete certain holes, no matter who you are? The reason that it is what it is is because it is the only major that is played on the same course every year. And Bobby Jones, back in the day, built this course. And, you know, now there's been some jokes about why it's called the Masters down in Georgia. Um, but I was, Bobby Jones... I, I didn't want to be the yeah. Mississippi guy that brought that up. Right. No, truly, Bobby Jones was, it, it was about the masters of golf. Who, you know, who's the master of his craft yes. is basically yes. what was going on. Um, but this is a course that is the most, one of the most pristine in the world. It is played there every year. So the, the hook to this is that, especially golfers, they've watched the masters growing up. 
So mm -hmm. in their minds, they've already played these holes time and time again. Then they get a chance to go and play the course. And normally, a first-timer is not going to win. Fuzzy Zeller in 1979 won his it, first. It, it chews people up and spits them out, even the best. It does. It does. And, and, and this year is different because, don't forget, we played in November because of the pandemic. So they played the Masters in November, mm -hmm. and it was a what we called a soft course. Um, it was now played on a, a course where I talked to Bernhard Longer this week, who's a two-time Masters champ, um, and he mentioned that uh, the greens are what they call brownish purple. And what that means is they are slick. Uh, mm -hmm. They are hot, and they're going to have to hand water these greens if, if the weather stays dry because and we've seen it already in, in round one guys are having some issues with it so but it's just the, it's just, it's the mystique of it all you know the champions dinner is the it's the most exclusive fraternity there is only the champions go to this dinner there were 31 at the dinner the other night that are living um mm -hmm. two didn't make it including one tiger woods um yeah. so it's you know it, you know and and believe me um and i lived down there for three years i've covered the tournament for three years it is uh it is a different animal um, from the word go, it's ridiculous uh, how nice. And I played the course, fortunately, three times in my life. It is, you know, it's the number one course in my mind. Um, and it just brings, you know, we're used to seeing these guys shoot what for a tournament up to 24, 25 under at some, you know, in some tournaments. That's not happening, even though no, Justin it, Rose shot no, 700 today. Not, we know they got to show up the challenge. See, that's the thing about golf, it ain't always you going against. Uh, Tiger Woods. You're not. You're going against the course. You're going against the course. You just happen to be going against that same challenge against the guy that's playing against you. So yeah, the, the yeah. thing is, if you had to pick a guy, hate to put you on the spot, because the one thing we talked about about the Masters, the conventional people don't win it all the time. All right? Correct. So, Correct. Uh, so right now, if we was betting online, all right, we were betting online, and Chick had one pick, and you know you know, the father, the lower the guy that you pick, and if he wins, the more money you win, period. The underdog, right, period. Right. If you had to pick a guy, right. who would you pick right now? I wouldn't. He's not an underdog, but I would pick John Rahm, who hasn't played the last few weeks because he just had a baby on Friday. So and you believe in the baby blessing? Well, so here's it. So you talk about underdogs. Danny Willett didn't win squat. Danny Willett didn't do crap. He has a baby. I think it's 2016, 2016. He has a baby, and a week later, he's playing in the Masters. People are like, who the hell is Danny Willett? Danny Willett's yeah. brother is on Twitter tweeting just the most insane stuff about his brother. It's hysterical yeah. during the final round. He is, like, going off the rails, and we're still trying to figure out who the hell this Danny Willett is. People in golf know he is just from overseas, Europe, but nobody knows, and all of a sudden, this guy wins the Masters. So John Rahm... Came in with not a whole lot of practice, really not a, not a care in the world. Uh, he's super talented, and you know what what happens, Fred? You've had seventeen kids. I mean, look. Um, it, it's, <laughs> I thought it was eighteen. That's Warren Cromarty. I thought it was eighteen. No, no, that's that's, that's Cromarty. Um, yeah, you know what? Y'all don't bother me. I my I, no. my bloodline lives forever. Yeah, you <laughs> in different so countries. Many, there's so many smoots in the world. 
Hey, listen to me. I was shocked when I came up here and met a lot of the smooths up here. There's a lot of smooths in this area. And where I'm from, it's like Mississippi, Mississippi. But the most of my family is in Southside Chicago because Mississippi and Chicago is brother-sister states. That's the northern state that the southerners traveled and and settled it in Chicago. There's a lot of smooths here? Yes. (laughs) How many smooths? Some of the how should I say, most wealthy people in the area. You got Smooch really? Construction is the biggest construction company in the that area. You got uh, yeah. Smooch that own the lumber yard. You got uh, literally like they doing a little bit of everything. Matter of fact, I'm the worst Smooch in the area. Yeah, well, you know what? You're not, <laughs> you're not. Not by any stretch of imagination. Um, so, so yeah, uh, John Rahm would be my guy. It's going to be a great four days. I'm also playing competitive golf this weekend, so I'm trying to keep my brain on two different things. But it's just uh, having been there, worked there, I would lose 11 pounds that week when I worked the tournament, yeah. you know, cover the tournament. It's just a, it's a, it's also the first major of the season for the PGA, um, you know, of the golf and, world. And, so. and how about it's, you get some guys an inside on them? Because I think this is the part that people forget about golf. They forget about the golfer and the caddy walking the entire 18 holes. Oh, yeah. Now, you got to realize these guys are used to playing in tournaments. These guys mm-hmm. are used to going to the country club, golf carting their way <laughs> while they smoke a cigar and drink any alcohol with a first and the last name, preferably Jack Daniels. Uh, at the end of the day, they don't know the rigors of walking from the first hole to the second hole to the third hole and getting right back up there and strike the ball. Uh, that's the thing. And so somebody did a, an article, uh, a writer did an article. He just, he walked the course of the day and he hit his Fitbit. And I think it was 5.28 miles was the walk. And he just went from tee box to green, nothing else. So that's, yeah. that's actually shorter than what you actually walk in a golf course. Cause you are all over that place. Yeah, if you're you spraying your ball. Shot. Yeah. Right. Um, and what, what, what folks don't understand who've never been there, uh, TV does not do justice how hilly that course is uh and so one of the one of the uh, storylines this week is uh, brooks kepka who had knee surgery three weeks ago uh he got he was getting seven hours of tread seven hours of treatment a day and in fact well, this I, week I, was getting seven I've, I've hours of treatment there. on the knee right uh just to be able to walk the course and going downhill he he played a practice round and everybody's like, well, how, you know, how'd you, how'd you hit it? And he goes, I didn't care how I hit it. He goes, I was looking for places where I could walk, but mm-hmm. it didn't hurt my knee. Going downhill was especially was tough for him, but mm-hmm. he had to, he was scouting the course on where to walk so that he could last four rounds. And at the end of uh, round one, you could tell he was already bothered by, you know, in the back nine, he was bothered. So it's a, it's well, a spectacular you, place. You know what you just did? You did this amazing what you just did, chick. What, but what did I do? going to tune in and listen to this podcast. Chick just hooked up the PGA with Fitbit to make them a commercial guy and let them follow their bet, their favorite golfer all over the field and see how many miles did your golfer walk in this tournament, win, yep, lose, or draw. Yep, Fitbit, PGA. You heard it right here first. Hey, by the way, uh, when it comes to advertising, there is a already controversy um at the masters uh and it's it, it has to deal with the the honorary the ceremonial tee off in the mornings which is spectacular if you're into golf when i was in augusta i had gene sarazen who was a well-known golfer but he was like a thousand and three years old byron nelson and sam sneed were the three guys who teed off uh before the tournament started so this thursday before round one jack nicholas 
Gary Player. And this year, very special moment, Lee Elder, first black to play in the Masters back in 1975. The Augusta National, the chairman, Frank, uh, Fred Ridley, invited him back to be an honorary starter. And because of his health, he couldn't hit a ball. So, But he was introduced to the crowd. He got a standing ovation. He was emotional. But because Twitter's Twitter, social media social media, someone saw that behind uh, Mr. Elder, while he was sitting down, there was a guy. It wasn't a guy. It was Gary Player's son who was holding up in a perfect camera shot the golf balls that Gary Player was going to use. He's hitting one ball. That's all he's, he's not playing. He's hitting one ball. But this guy decided at that moment to have a little advertising. And now he's catching a boatload of grief, a shit ton of grief, and rightly so, because he used that moment where they're honoring Lee Elder. Yeah. To this guy, this guy who's been a, he's been a, he's a convicted felon, I think, at some point. He's a little shady, Gary Player's son. Um, just horseshit <laughs> move by that. Horseshit move by the kid. Horseshit yeah. move. Hey, did you? I gotta ask you this. Did you watch the verses this week? It was Earth, Wind, and Fire versus oh, the Isley Brothers, and yeah. and Steve Harvey was the MC. Oh my god! And Amazing. you have taken over the show like Steve Harvey with all of your Augusta memories. Every time we get to talking, <laughs> go back like Steve Harvey did and ruin the best verses of all time. Have you guys ever played golf together? Uh, we no. played in the same tournament. We've never been in the same group. Right. Because oh, we, we, we coalesce, do the same thing, and actually be the celebrity in the group. So they'll probably nine out of ten split us up. Yeah, I did win that tournament, by the way. In case you're wondering. I don't know which one you're talking about. My CTE <laughs> is that. acting up. I took, I took first place, by the way. I told yeah. you I got that new segment for you today. Baller yeah. or fowler? We have to ask ourselves. And this week's edition starts with one... They call him the truth, Paul Pierce. What yes. the hell was he thinking? Uh, he he's wasn't a thinking. To me. Right? That's a, it. He wasn't faller. thinking. Hey, hey, listen to me. He wasn't thinking. And for the people that haven't had heard this story, one Paul Pierce lets his friend post him on IG, uh, smoking marijuana, drinking, nothing wrong with drinking, nothing wrong with that, with nothing <laughs> but how should I say, the same people that they accuse me of being on a boat in Minnesota with. That's a stretch. Yeah, they caught him with scrippers in the background of his IG post. And it's a party, <laughs> late night party. And then the day, the next day that he wakes up, he finds out that ESPN fires him. Yeah. Not, not only does he say, I don't care and get in the middle finger, he posts again. And you got to know, chick, he, the only reason he did that is because at that point as a man, his feelings are hurt. Absolutely. Absolutely. No question. He his is hurt, are- and he's going to do, do what those neighborhood kids, the bully does when he gets beat up. I, that, I don't care. It didn't bother me. Bullshit. It's killing him, so he gets back on IG, and that's why I tell people, IG and emotions don't go together. Sensitive thugs need a hug. All right, so now <laughs> Paul Pierce gets back on there while he's smoking another stoke of marijuana. Uh-huh. Says he don't care. Says, uh, uh, don't worry about me. I'm okay. These type things. I'm going to be all right. I'm going to do it how I want to. <sighs> Sometimes I think you should let well enough be well enough. Because you never would have known 
two years from now, they would have might, man, man, we forgive them. We forgive him. They wouldn't know too much. And now they can rehire him. But now he didn't put his shoe in his mouth, and they can't yeah. ever rehire him. Believe me, from a guy who's burned enough bridges, I know what that's like. And that's it's a it's a big mistake. So, on, on so you guys, he, he can you you can't see on his own career. You can't see Paul Pierce going on uh, Fox Sports One with uh, Shannon Sharp. <laughs> no, but I did. Skip, you know, skip he, got, he, he got uh offered a bar stool. In or a bar stool thousand dollars to do a show, yeah. an NBA show with strippers. What well, he's he's also I know. The yeah. Bob Mennery, who has like a whole Instagram account and all sorts of things, yes. does funny stuff. He's the voice of the Buffalo Wild Wings ads. I know that yes. he's also off, offered like Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce is gonna have offers from, oh, play, no like from places there's like a, there's that. A, there's a market for everything, and I've told you, you, you guys before. You gotta love I've... New America. You gotta love New America. Even when you fall, you still ball. <laughs> no question. <laughs> He's a he's a he's a he's a faller in my yeah. mind for what he did, not a baller. Um, but is he a faller when we look at it from ten years from now? And Correct. Everything's right. going to streaming services and network TV. No, only got not longer got a chokehold on content and, and, and making it to its purest form. Then mm-hmm. is he a loser? Because now his show is going to be popular with the people who watched him go through that. That's then going to be 30 years old and not right. used to cable TV anymore. They're going to be used to streaming service. I'm having a conversation with my sons and my kids right now. They say, I'm the only reason we got regular cable. Meaning, what? we don't need the 800 channels because we still got Disney Plus on the side. I agree. I don't have cable anymore. Yeah, Amazon on the side. Uh, I literally got, I got five, six streaming services. I do too. You and you can get sling. There are way there are ways to to watch sports without having cable. I, I, I need to go to counseling because I'm kind of afraid to cut the cord. I need to talk yeah, through this. Yeah. yeah, I can't tell you what I'm what I got because I'm sure somebody's listening and would come back and go, "Hey, you're not supposed to have that." So I ain't gonna go there. But you opened up Pandora's box. I want to I want to ask you a question here because we did 17 weeks of a, a football season. I've known you for years, mm-hmm. and you mentioned. Minnesota and the boat. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you talk about it or not. If you do, I talk about it. I, I did a show with Barstool Sports that I wrote. I didn't. I don't. Okay. I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't. I wasn't on that show. What so, planet are you living on? Like it. it I don't blew listen up. everything. I don't. I. I don't listen to everything, and I got you with me, so I don't. Right. I don't want to listen to you with somebody else. Right. So when I told the story. Let's, let's make this an Ask Smoot episode because I actually have some questions. All right, well, ask as well, me Fred. anything, but guys. I'll let Chico go first, the, obviously, but... Hey, if I plead the physio, I have to buy yeah. you a physio of your favorite alcoholic beverage. Deal. Love it. Deal. Love All it. Right. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's, that's a new segment called Please uh, Plead the Physio. <laughs> yeah, because guess what? I'm going to ask y'all some questions, and I, I already know. Fair y'all enough. can deliver. Oh, no. What's that here? Uh, Grizzy? Y'all can deliver my alcohol to my house. You oh, think the God. Amish live like that? Uh, Mm-mm. Yeah, you're right. All right, so let's get to it then. Um, we're taking a little side side road here. Uh, right. So the boat, the the love boat incident in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the genesis? What what were you thinking? In a simple. All right, see question. there you go. I can tell you you didn't read anything about it and you didn't watch the show. Here we it's go. The best. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you the gist about it though. I, I'm going to give you the gist of it. Every okay. team, all 32 teams, have a way of hazing rookies. All right, when I was drafted to Washington, 
all we had to do was whatever side of the ball you play, which I played defense, I had to take that group of guys out, me and the other defensive rookies, for a night on the time. That's how they did it. We would start off at okay. Capitol Grill. They would eat $10,000 worth of steak. Then they would take you to their favorite watering hole, a club, and mm-hmm. they finna run the tab up with, itch, with with bottles that you can't even pronounce. I thought somebody right. bought a, I think Bruce Smith bought a, a bottle of Pierre Benson. Never heard of it in my life. Still ain't seen it again. All right? So that's how I had to go through it. Now, when I'm a veteran and I sign my second contract and I go to Minnesota, we that year had two first-round draft picks, one Troy Williamson from South Carolina and one Erasmus James from Wisconsin. Okay. All right? So how they did it in Minnesota, they would literally take up money, start with the first pick and go all the way down. So if the first pick got to get 20000 the, the second pick got to get fifteen, all the way down to the non-draftees. All right? And okay. they would literally rent out a club and make it totally private. There can't nobody come if you ain't with a, fo- a football player. Well, the club closed, so they had no place to go to fight this. What's our go-to spot now? And this is where one Eric the Fred come in at. This is where I come in at. We're sitting at my house having a drink, like Vikings do. And they like, (laughs) where are we going to throw the party? And they like, are we going to do it at some other house? I'm like, not at my house. And everybody else like, not at my house. (laughs) So then I was like, okay, ain't this the the home of 10,000 lakes? What we just rent some yachts? Like, what the fool? What are y'all overthinking this thing for? So, of course, that was what I did. I literally suggested renting the yachts, and I called the rent, yacht rental place and said, do y'all have two So yachts? it was your idea? No, it wasn't really my idea. They already going to throw this party. What was my idea was, let's put it on water. It can't okay. get no more seclusive than that. That's fair. Okay. That's All true. right. And now you, so. you got to realize everything is done correctly. You know, the one thing about these veterans, they do these weekends correctly. So everybody had to park their car at, a, at a, like a grocery store. So it's a grocery store with like $3 million worth of cars in it. Right. We literally have 25 limo buses and limos pull around to the parking lot to pick everybody up. All right. So nobody can drink and drive and they pull right to the yachts, get off. And we split up into groups. All right, half on this yacht, half on this yacht. You got to realize it's like 40-plus cabaret ladies flown in from the biggest cities in America. So now we're on the water, and what went wrong was this. Nothing went wrong. The night was totally right. Nobody got home. Everybody had a good time. It was fun. Now how the media got hold to it, ain't nobody else on the boat but us, the captains, and the uh, young ladies that's actually serving the food. Okay. And yes, they saw it. One of them saw it and went home and told her boyfriend. He got mad, talked to her mama about it. She told oh, the media. It didn't start off no criminal story. It started off a story right. story. Like the media chasing. Now, if this happens in New York, Washington, D.C., Miami, y'all never hear about this. I L.A., y'all never hear about this. But in Minnesota, the Midwest, where if you go to a lay, ladies' cabaret, they'll let mm-hmm. them get up there, but still make them put pasties on. They'll tell you everything. All right? So that's what really happened. It wasn't really too much to the story. Okay. Not too much to the story. So word gets out. Yeah. What, what happens 
the league does the league come to you or does the coaching uh, staff come uh, to you and say, uh, Fred, Fred, right. Fred? We come we coming off our bye week, right? We coming off our bye week. So we get back Monday. We walk in and, and, and when we pull into the, the the parking lot and the Vikings for the, 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 the players and stuff, it's no parks. I see CNN buses. I see, I thought I seen a BET bus out there. I'm talking about every new place <laughs> in the world. I was like, I was like, who we signed? We must have signed Joe Montana or something. <laughs> Literally walked in. They like, nah, we got a team meeting. Uh the, the boat party then got out. I was like, oh, like so we we talking. We go in, the lawyers in there. So it it, it starts right now. Of course, this big corporation, they finna get us ready for what's going on. And then they got to talking about all this nick. So a couple of us stand up like, no, none of that, nothing went wrong, nothing happened, nothing criminal happened. Right. I like, I think they just getting overblown because it was scrippers on a boat. Like what's what's the big, what's the big? It's no different right. than somebody throwing a bachelor party on Lake Minnetonka. What, what, what's the okay. difference, all right? Now, mm -hmm. I think the difference is 50 young 20 year old millionaires is the problem. All right, that's the problem. So then right. we get, you know, of course they give us the rundown on how to go about it. Long story short, it's the biggest story for like eight months to a year. Yeah. Right, it's yeah. huge overseas, everywhere. It's just huge story. Vikings love boat, and see, it's nothing more perfect than your mascot being a Viking. Yeah, Vikings on a boat. <laughs> and you look at Vikings; they've been on boats going to <laughs> villages from country to country, pillaging <laughs> villages, taking out the food, taking the women, doing this for for years. So it kind of fits the lure of the Vikings. We lived up to the mascot. We that's that, that what we did. We lived up yeah. to the mascot. Basically, if we was a bulldog, we would a bitch on the leg. That's what I'm saying. We was gonna live it out no matter what was going on. And I think that's what just it got it overgrown. I think everybody wanted to. And believe it or not, it was one of those stories that nobody fought as people even took serious from the door. Because everybody kept asking the question, well, what went wrong? And, and nobody could say anything went wrong. Right. Um, so in the aftermath, what happened to you? Did you get fined, suspended? I don't know Ooh, any of this. I got fined. I this is what it is. We got fined by the NFL, maybe a game check. Okay. And you got to realize that's, I'm that's on a, a big contract at this time. Yeah. And, and you got to realize we only got charged with disturbing the peace on a lake. So I paid. <laughs> I paid a twenty-five dollar fine after it was all over with, but I paid ten thousand dollars for my lawyer. So what oh, that tell? Oh my God! So what's 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 the, what's the theme there? Uh, the theme is go to law school. Uh, yeah. that, that's that's what it is, and, and and the fact that you know what it made me like football made me popular. That kind of made me infamous in a way because uh -huh. now yes. everybody in America wants me to throw their bachelor party. Maybe I should start a bachelor <laughs> party throwing business thrown by me, and soon I'll be an ordained <laughs> minister. I can throw your bachelor party and marry. I mean, you know, Amish is getting married, so I'm sure there's a body of water nearby. I'll be there. We'll, we'll be talking. We'll be talking. <laughs> what's no, your question, Sai? What's your I have question? no questions. <laughs> I know. I'm saying, what's your question? You, uh, Chick said he had a question. It was about the boat. What was your question? Was it about the boat? Oh, no. It was uh, It was not related to the boat. What is it? I ain't plead the physio. I don't owe nobody a physio. <laughs> 
No, I just want to know. What's the question? How many cars do you have right now? I like <laughs> when we talk about cars. I don't think we could. We 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 talk. We we actually count old schools because old schools represent more of a collector's item so than you a just, car. You, you just keep those really in the garage. Drive. Huh? You just keep those in the garage. Don't drive yeah, them. Yeah, they just garaged up. You pull them out on a Sunday. Hope they'll crank up for you. Because the, the one thing about cars, old cars, the more you let them sit up, the more they tear up. Like, they need right. to be driven. But my 85 uh, Impala, I had it in college. Goldie, I still got her. I done had that car since I was in college. So it's 20 plus years with that car. My six tray Impala. Got it. Little, just like the one that... uh. Dr. Dre dropped riding in on uh, the Chronic. Yeah. Same um, colors. I, I copied everything about it. Uh, I got my truck, my range. I got my Jag. So I got a couple of things, but I don't count the old school. So right now, probably yeah. it's me Someone... being a bachelor. I got like two cars that I just ride in, and I got a couple of collector's items that's basically Tonka toys. Someone showed me a video of a younger, young Smoot uh, with a Washington Post writer. It was like a video and you showed them your house and your cars, and you had a bunch of really cool cars. But and then you seen the six trade in. There My was six trade Impala. I showed you. I, yep. I, showed, I showed that then. Yeah. Then you know I'm young at the time, so Rolls Royce and those type things. And I had this six forty five BMW. Do you still have those? I called it Kung Fu Panda Bear. I used to really love that car. <laughs> <laughs> and then do you still um, have? Well, I mean, you probably never had. You never had it, probably. But I also saw there was like a van that had your face on it for an advertisement. Oh, you talking, no, you're talking about for my uh, candy bar, my snack bar. <laughs> you know, I was oh, I, I was that. ahead of the curve. The one thing about it is, even when I came in the league, what, what was the name did, of it? The the I mean, snack bar. <laughs> that was the name of it. it was the the snack bar. bar. I was always entrepreneurial. I was 20 years old guy here, and I had already started trying stuff. How many football players is already trying stuff as a 20-year-old when they got a whole career? No, I'm I, jealous, I'm still man. out here doing my thing. What is that... was the bar? Smooch Mac bar? Yeah, Smooch Mac bar. I remember. It, it, okay. it, 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 one thing going to leave you with, energy and talking shit. You're going to do both of <laughs> those off the, off the smack bar. Um, back to the boat for a second. What was the strangest, uh, <laughs> strangest, strangest request you got? after that like did somebody come to you and say i got a great idea was there anything like that like oh, a network or a, a i had show? the uh i had a i had a guy that ran a company i think he used to throw like a lot of comedy shows and a lot of big concerts in big cities he wanted mm -hmm. me to do kind of a cruise uh cruise ship weekends oh my god Yes, he wanted me to do a love boat edition on the kind of a cruise ship sponsored by like <laughs> Corona or something like that, and, right, and have like right. uh, singers and, and rappers and stuff like that come, you know, perform while you're on there for that weekend, stuff like that, make mm -hmm. a whole thing. Yeah. I think that was, and I always said that was the better idea that I, I, I probably should have got on that I did. Yeah. But I told him the wounds were just so fresh, I was wanting to, to, to die down some before I started my antics, sure, you know? Sure. Yeah, if I was if I was doing if I was if I'd known you then I would have probably did a skit with you where you were Isaac on the love boat and then had some people do some other stuff. It might have been funny, maybe not. Um, I don't know. Isaac was always cool, but you had to you had to let me be somebody else on the love boat. Oh really? You want to be Captain Stooping, or do you want to be you want to be Julie? The what was the, what was the couple? 
What was the little rich couple that was always under each other all the time, kissing on the, the love boat and stuff? The rich couple, uh, Mister. Oh, no. This shows our age, because I, I don't know what we talk about. <laughs> Dude, I don't know what the no, hell you're talking about. Yeah. Wow, you don't know the love boat at all? I've heard of it. Never seen it. Don't know anything other than great the name. Theme, great, great theme song. Um, great theme song. Fred Randy was on that show. Yeah, I know the I know the real names. Uh all right, so yeah, back to football for a second. Mm-hmm. The league will be a 17 game schedule mm. next season. And yes, when I is. first when I first heard it, I'm like, you know what? This is some bullshit, man. They are just pillaging the player, blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, you wait, you listen. And then uh, NFLPA came out and said, oh, hold on a second, guys. Well, we actually negotiated this into the deal. We're getting, you know, this is, we're going to get paid, you know, oh, no, handsomely no, yeah. for this. So, so, I mean, when you, your initial reaction to I, 17 games, I don't like odd numbers to begin with. I'm, I, I have like a thing with odd I, numbers. I like it. Matter of fact, I love it. Now, here go the thing. All right, coming off this cheap year where they weren't able to fill the stadiums up, they're going to try right. to make these teams go with a 53-man roster again and right. your practice squad. What they're going to see doing this experiment of 17 games, 53 players, not possible. They're going to have to not extend possible. the roster to 60. I say 60 because that means seven extra guys. That, that's one every position. Right. right? That would not only make the, the team larger, so now it's more jobs in the NFL, it also makes the practice squad larger. More right. jobs in the NFL. All right, now uh, you're talking about more jobs, more games, more everything. That's a bigger ecosystem in itself. Now you got guys that still trying to break records. That one extra game is going to break, going to break all the single season records will be broken by five years right yeah but all of them smooth smooth how would you have felt in the year that you had signed your big deal with the vikings and this happened how would you feel as an active player you just signed a massive deal as a cornerback in my mind is i have more time to go get more picks more games mean more picks all right Right. so at the end of the day i don't care if you love playing football you love playing football eventually it was gonna grow more games more channels on TVs, more games. So, right? you, so at the end of the day, more demand, more giving. I like I said, and now every offseason, my team don't change as much because they're gonna be prone to keep more players because the cap is eventually gonna go up. All right, and it's gonna go up in two, three years to the amount where they can keep three fourths of the team without even trying. So you're not one of those people who would uh like one of those players. That would be upset about their bodies being worn down by the end of the season I, and being sore and all that. It's so funny. It's the offensive players nagging when they gonna get out of love for it because they get out of <laughs> bonuses for a certain yards and stuff. Mm-hmm. They're gonna benefit from it. It should be the defensive players nagging because they got one more extra game on their body. All right, but it's not. They ain't nagging. They actually happy. And it, it, that's what I always know about the NFL. This is what they do. Watch this. They dropped the bad news first. Hey, guys, we're about to ask y'all to play 17 games. <laughs> but by the way, you can choose any number you had in college now. You can wear number one. You can wear number two. You can wear number three. You can wear whatever number you want to if you a deep, I mean, if you a linebacker, corner, safety, running back, wide receiver, you can wear tight end. You can wear number eight if you wore it in college. Now it's going to be this big jersey shield. Oh my Some God. guys, I didn't hear this. pro bowlers, finna change their number. 
Right? All of they finna change their number to their college number. So could you see Chase Young? Well, he can't rock the deuce because he's a defensive lineman. Right? But you can literally see guys like Fuller wearing number 11, which he wore in college. Right. Uh, you're gonna see a lot of guys. Jalen Ramsey, I already said if they if they finna pass it, he changed his number back to number eight. All right. So most guys gonna go back to their college number. That's and that's what the league thinks. Oh, this will make this okay. Well, yes, because guess what? They just doubled all of the guys' jersey sales. So because if you owned my jersey, right. you finna go rebuy the new version of it. Right, right, right. Um, uh, news from the Washington football team, uh, Natalia Durantis, now the coordinator of football program. So a female now handling that role. Um, this, this organization has done a lot to, uh, add to the diversity, uh, in, in the league. And obviously Ron Rivera, um, if you read the story on it, they met once and he called her back and they talked a few times and then he's like, you know what? She's got the stuff. I want her on in this organization. That's a pretty cool it's a pretty cool move, and it is something that um, any sport needs. I think back to golf and including black players and all. You know, mm -hmm. once you start to do it, it becomes normal. Uh, you Shit. see female referees in basketball. It's never. I don't look at it. You know, as if, anything if about I there's a referee you, now. If I told you Mississippi finally beat people first or something, would you believe? What? I mean, all right, beat us to. My freshman Drinking. year in junior college, I had to go to junior college. So I went to Heinz Junior College. Why did you have to go to junior college? Because they wanted me to prop 58. I had, I scored very high on the ACT test, but the schools I wanted to go to, they wanted me to sit out a year because it was a lot of DBs in front of me to save a year. And I right. told them, I, if I'm on campus, I need to be playing football. I, I need to be playing football. I went to junior college to win a national championship, first year there. And when I walked in, Dot Murphy is Coach Murphy's wife, and she was our wide receivers coach. Really? And she hard as they get, all right? Stern as they get, all right? But knowledgeable, very knowledgeable. So I was already watching her. You got to realize when I got there, they was already on a two-peat. When I got there, we three-peated, all right? So gotcha. high-level guys, uh, uh, what's the name? James Robinson. James played at Seattle. So she's coached like five pros. All right. Right. She she ain't never getting her love. Like she's one of the true pioneers. You gotta realize this, right. this is 1998. Right. All right. She's already two championships deep. So I'm mm -hmm. gonna show some love to a Mississippi finest, Miss Dot Murphy. I'll give a golf clap on that. I'll give a golf mm -hmm. clap. Absolutely. Mississippi, we Absolutely. beat y'all to it first. By time. <laughs> Uh, another sponsor, by the way, on the program. Uh, oh, give it to me. I don't see you guys wear a lot of sunglasses, by the way. I'm not I sure do. what that's about. I do. I used to win them on vacation. But usually I want girls to see my pretty face. Yeah. Okay, Muhammad Ali. Um, where do you go to vacation at normally, by the way? Uh, me, I'm all over the place. I love Europe, love Rome, love uh. Uh, Africa is on my list. I have been to Monaco. I love Monaco. Listen, if, if you ever want to get some brownie points, you're about to be married. You have been married for a long time, so you're successful at it. If you ever want all the brownie points in the world, take your wife, significant other, to Monaco. Monaco, Monaco. Mm. It's its own place. It's beach meets mountains meets luxury meets you'll never feel like you feel in this place. This is the place where the, the Grand Prix is raced through the streets. 
under yes. the mountains and stuff. This is where the Rolex and tennis, this is where the, the big yacht convention things happen when everybody pulls up. It's a very sexy place. You want some points, take your wife there. So when, so when you travel, here's what you need to do. Uh, you take your outdoor experience and make it better with Canon. Canon sunglasses are made exclusively with polarized lenses for optimal clarity. They're made with Japanese optics to make their lenses clearer, lighter, stronger, and Italian handcrafted frames that are impossible to scratch. Italian, Monaco, hello. Um, yep. Call to action. Here it is. Use the exclusive code KNONCAST15 at canon.com to receive 50% off on your first pair. That's KNONCAST1515. Canon, clearly better. Clearly, get it? Clearly. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And can I share a life hack with you? This is how you have enough money left over to buy those K9 glasses. This is how you do it. Did I tell you the way that I start to travel? Do, no. I, do, can I tell you how to get to Monaco the cheapest way possible? I'd I'm love about to hear to, this. I'm Please. about to share some Please. of Fred Smooth's life hacks, all right? Okay. Some all of right. them very edgy, some of them very normal. I was told by a veteran when I got here, son. I always go to charity events. And I was like, why? Besides giving money away. He was like, no, the people you're going to meet there and the things you can do there. He said, mm -hmm. every charity event you're ever going to go to going to have a silent auction, our public auction, our boat. And there's always going to be a travel agent there. And they're always going to be selling trips. And they never going to sell them all. All right? When that charity event is over, you go over. Now they're trying to get rid of these trips for pennies on the dollar. Right. Now you get that trip to Monaco, Monaco, for you and another person for a seven-day stay in the in the Fairmont, which is in Euros like four hundred dollars mm. a day. I literally got that trip for mm, seventeen, fifteen hundred dollars, and this is how I did it. Not only did I buy it straight cash money from the the guy, I literally can straight write it off on my taxes. I can write it off on my taxes and get my money back because it's a charity. Huh? It's a charity. So now Correct. I made this trip free. <laughs> I made this free so now I can get my glasses and take them with me because I bought my trip from a charity event. And now it's all free. All you have to do is buy your plane ticket. Mm. Don't act like Fred Smooth ain't never shared nothing with you. And now every year, <laughs> the charity events around the city always going to invite you because they always notice you buy something. You're winning right. all the way around, all right? Now, that's how I buy all my trips. I wait on charity events, buy them, and you got a year to use it anytime you want. That's knowledge. That's knowledge right there, boys and girls. By the way, uh, Cy, where are you taking the, the, the uh, Lady Fenwick with, uh, on, a, on a honeymoon? Well, we were planning Hawaii, but Smoot's got some points here. Now I'm starting to reconsider. <laughs> so, so hey, you toward a Monaco. Do you want a free trip or what? I got yeah, you pay. That's what I'm saying. That tax sounds pretty coming. enticing. Hey, tax time coming. We know that. It's coming. And guess what? It looks good on there for you to give to the mayor's ball charity, a so-and-so charity, a Bowen's charity. And now they invite you every year. You mix and mingle. Don't worry about the charity money you get for your free trip you get. Then you can meet everybody and connect with everybody and bump elbows with the people you should be around. Oh, that's brilliant. That's really brilliant about saving money by the way do you like saving money have you thought about switching to hey, solar have hey, you thought about switching to, to solar no are you a I solar am, house fred listen to me i am buying 200 to 300 acres in west virginia and i am putting a self-sufficient piece of property out there 
all solar panels that I'm not even putting on the roof. I'm going to have a solar panel area. And I named it Wakanda forever. <laughs> right? Uh, I'm digging like a uh, 70, 70 acre lake on it. It's going to be huge. I'm stocking it. Uh, catfish for the bottom layer, uh, sun brim for the medium layer. Uh, I'm, I'm literally doing it all to the good. And I know how to kind of get my ecosystem in my lake, right? So therefore I put some oysters at the bottom of fresh water to keep it clean. Plus the crawfish oh. keep it clean also. So yeah, I know all about solar. I'm going solar and the fact that once I got that lake, it comes to sufficient with food. I'm putting a fruit orchard out there and a little bit more. All right. Well, then you need to go with Smart Roof because uh, they got something to offer you. Switching to solar with Smart Roof can save you 10 to 40 percent on your electricity bill and can save you money monthly right from day one. Want to see if you qualify for solar? Call 833-343-ROOF. That's a roof. That's 833-343-ROOF. Or visit our website, smartroofinc.com. That's smartroofinc.com. And use the promo code, get this, Chicken Smoot. To get free energy savings report and solar design mock-up. That's not bad mm. at all. And you need hey. to get on that and call them for your palatial estate, by the I, way. I, I am. Now I gotta ask you, Sai. Yep. Now, naming. You should have to I answer, name si. should I name this 300 acres Wakanda off yep. of the Black Panther? Okay. I should I name it Westeros off of the game? Oh, Westeros. <laughs> gotta be Westeros. What is what is what is Westeros? Oh, uh, are you asking what Westeros is? See, that's yeah. why I asked you the question because oh. I knew if I asked him, he wouldn't know. How could you not know about the the how should I say the best TV show of all time, Game yeah. of Thrones? You ever I, heard of? I, it? I did watch it. I watched Game of Thrones, but I you, be honest, you with didn't. You, if you did my, watch it, you would know what Westeros is, though. No, my uh, I I watch something and then it leaves me. Simple oh. as that. My kids laugh because we'll watch a movie and then uh, two two days later, it's like. Well, what about you that character? A- what character? You got ADHD when eighty-five viewers was this day. The villain, the villain in in uh, Black Panther. I couldn't tell you his name. Couldn't oh my you. goodness! My, my oldest asks me all the time. It's something. Uh, hold on, hold on. Let me think about it for a second. Hold on. I know I got Black Panther, and then I got it's it's uh, something killer, isn't it? I don't know. <laughs> it, it leaves me. I'm telling you, I I I can't explain it to you. I can tell you back right, when I, I was growing up, Let movie me characters. What, give me some of your favorite movies. See, these might not be none of your favorite genres. I know. I did. I love Black Panther. I did. I loved I loved Black Panther. Uh, Game of Thrones, I binge-watched Game of Thrones to catch up to my family, and I enjoyed it immensely. But too many damn characters, they're all evil, blah, 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 blah. No, no, nice. no, no. This, this is what Game of Thrones showed you. You need you neither good or evil. Everybody is self-consumed, making everybody in a gray area. They can love the right. people they want to love, and they can hate the people they want to hate. But sometimes in, in life, human nature and animalistic nature tells you yeah. to survive. They're, and doing right. survival, you would do things that you wouldn't usually do. There are no characters that are purely good or purely bad. Yeah. It's There are right. characters who have mixtures of both, which is why I give. And I, Westeros, that's like one of the most Game of Thrones things to know. No idea. It's the whole right. continent that is on. Is that okay? Westeros. Yeah. Believe me, I could, I can, I, I don't know what to tell you. I forget everything. I forget mm. everything. Old, you, old, old movies. No. Chick, like, have you, have you tried lines, watching? Lines to movies, all that jazz, but what, who's the villain that, in Black they've Panther? Linked it, they've linked memory loss to chronic baldness. <laughs> it's not 
I don't have chronic baldness. I can grow a full fucking head of hair. No, you can't. It's not just because it's full to you. Don't. It's a. It's a cup half empty to the people that's around you. Like, listen to me. It's nowhere. I'm gonna tell you when you know you can't grow hair. If you have no line in the front. You can't grow hair anymore. Just because you're growing that bear hug. I got a line. That's a George Jefferson. That's a true (laughs) George Jefferson. You know what that is? You're missing this right here. What am I, Lester Holt? (laughs) No, no, you you, you missed the no hope. No hope at all. And I told you this. uh, If LeBron James can find a way to grow hair, nobody in the world can. I'm just telling you. If what? If LeBron James, the king, can't find somebody, a witch doctor, a Shylin monk, somebody that can do hair, can put hair back in. If he can't grow it back, it ain't possible. He got all the resources. He got a camera on his head every week. If you a company out there that can really do it, why wouldn't you say, I got all the hair HGH you need, LeBron. Just put side, side laid by Willie on the side while you play <laughs> I can grow... A full head of hair. It's no, that simple. And I no. can, and I, and I did it a few years ago and I dyed the damn thing, dyed it all blonde. I'm not that bright about it, but I can grow a full head. I mean, yes, my hairline does recede back. It's like you, you know, it's like you backpedaling on a fly pattern. It's back mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. but it's a full head. I can, and no, it all no, grows. no, it's, it's right here. It's, it's the, the, what they call the clown show. You know how people clowns listening, come people, in? People listening can't see what you're doing, by the way. Well, I'm just telling you, it's, they know what they know what a bear hug looks sure like. Why, you, why are you hating on my hair, by the way? <laughs> no, you you said your memory, you had memory loss, and that's related. Yes, I, to I, I lost, lost, not, not, lost. That is absolute bullshit. You are not a doctor. Yeah. You're a, ca- a boat captain, not a doctor. <laughs> um, Sarah no, always asked. Sarah asked me if there's going to be a boat involved in my bachelor party. Well, considering. Uh, where your bachelor party, I mean, where your wedding is, I don't know how much water near there, but if we can find some, we can always have a boat party. If there's a wheel, there's a way. Where's the wedding at? The Plains. The Plains, Virginia. But that's not where the bachelor party is going to be. Hey, I've been to say, that doesn't sound exciting at all. Like, me (laughs) as the single guy walking in there, I don't feel excited going to a wedding in Plains, Virginia. I I don't know. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Yeah, I don't blame you. You going as a you going as a single guy. You're you're gonna bang somebody in the wedding party. That's gonna now, happen. Listen to me. I go to weddings that I don't even know people. If I see a wedding, I'm going in. You're a wedding crasher? Uh, no, nah, listen to me. It ain't called a wedding crasher. It's called a, a feelings opportunist. I a feelings <laughs> opportunist un, 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 understand that women when they get in their feelings, they start to make decisions that they won't usually make. And when they see somebody right. get married and love is in the air, yeah, they want it too. They envy. Yeah. So now they'll look yeah. at a guy that they usually weren't attracted to, and they'll be like, oh, he is kind of cute right there by his elbow <laughs> and under his neck. All right? And <laughs> then they'll be like, you know his what? His elbow and under right his there. neck. All right. That's fair. I, I, I'm down with it. I uh, Feelings I'm, opportunities. I'm, yeah, okay. That's weird. <laughs> um, that's really weird. Hey, what's the what difference else? in a guy walking into a, a wedding to meet women and a guy that's going to a bar uh, waiting for a girl to pop up that heart just got broken. Nothing. There's no difference. There's other no than difference. the clothes, yep. other than the clothes you wear. There's Betty, no you difference. Dress up a little bit. You can dress the same and go to both. You could. You could. But you're, not supposed <laughs> you're supposed to dress up nice at a wedding. You know. <laughs> what is uh? 
Uh, let's start doing some scouting here. What is Sarah's maidens? Uh, they good looking? Uh, I, I can't comment on that. You can't comment on that? Just They're because you get married, you still got eyes. I have eyes, but I also have a yeah, brain I still. I mean, you gotta, you gotta. Do not let chick, do not let chick get you in trouble. All right, Sai? Stay strong. <laughs> yeah, thank you. She, yeah. Sarah's not Chick's listening trying to get me right trouble. now. So, Sarah's not listening. So, I mean, give us a scouting report. We got, we got, you know, are they. We're like this. All right, all right, this is how we do it. This is how we code it. All right, since we're gonna talk a little draft. How many first rounders do you have? Do you have any top ten picks? All right. How many second rounders and how many third rounders? And if it's some free agents in there, let me know their flaws. And, and did they run a slow forty? Was it the shuffle? Did they not bench press well? Uh, was the interviews bad? I right. attitude problems. All right. Did they get in trouble in the past? All right. I need to know these things. Give me your grades on it. First round, second round, top ten. If you got a blue chip, you got a Trevor Lawrence. Let me know that. Zach Wilson. Let me know that. See, right, I could, Kyle Pitts. Let me know. Well, I could do that, but the problem is, is that it really depends on the GM. Um, you know, there are GMs oh, that thought Johnny Manziel plan. was a was a top pick, and he wasn't. And then there are other GMs who saw him not being a top pick all the way. So really, that's you know, that's going to be in the eye of the GM. So that's really that's all I have to answer, say. Sorry. I've been to say, man, you know talent. We know for a fact Kyle Pitts going to be a pro bowler. We know that Trevor Lawrence going to be a pro bowler. We know that Patrick Sertain going to be a pro bowler. We know that Jamar Chase going to be a pro bowler. So sometimes you just know. All right? Yeah. So you do- can't tell me you don't know your wedding crew like that. Right. Well, I mean, I, I, I'm there, you know, there are pro bowlers there for me. you, but it depends on the <laughs> eye of the beholder. What's what's amazing is that he can still talk without having a spine. That's what's amazing to me. That yep. No yep. vertebrae in that back whatsoever. Right None. Now. Well, like, you oh, know what? Oh, they, oh. They, None. Well, you know what? An octopus survived longer than most uh, things in the ocean. It has no spine or no heart. I know, bro. Hey, you got you guys will see the uh, the you guys will see the wedding website soon, and uh, I'll let the GMs decide for themselves. I can't wait to give you your gift. Uh, the I toaster? actually got it like two two Christmases ago. It's a it's a four way toaster. <laughs> I want like, a six way toaster. I thought I told yeah, you. No, that. I'm just saying it's supposed to like do some edit stuff on the side. Where it was a gift. I'm gonna regift it to you. I, you know, my, yeah, my but gift. you said four way. I wanted does. a six way. Uh, well, I see what I get. You know, my birthday oh. comes up in a week, so I'm I'm destined to get some on one day. You're two. You're two people. You don't need six pieces of toast. Yeah. Don't give me. That's don't give me a fruit cake either. Well, they never die. You can eat it through Armageddon. <laughs> All right. We are an hour into this thing. We got to shut this thing down. But we want to do it. We're going to do a draft show. But mm-hmm. is there anything on your mind right now about the draft, Fred Smoot, that, that is sticking out? Because it's a this. weird situation. It's mm-hmm. not It's not like remember, the, the combine. Remember, hey, All of I, different. I remember when we was doing our uh, weekly Washington football. Yes. And I just kept talking about this Kyle Pitts guy, man. Yes, you did. I just kept yes, rubbing did. him in like sunscreen and Vaseline. I would not let it. I would sunscreen not let it. Sunscreen and Vaseline? That's a weird Sunscreen and Vaseline. Right. You use both? Well, if I want to set you on fire, I, I throw a little gasoline on it. All was that on the boat? What? Gas- they put no, that on no. the, was that on the boat? I mean, be quiet. Let me finish talking. <laughs> All right. And, I, and now I'm going to repeat this again. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen Shannon Sharp play. Tony Gonzalez, Travis Kelsey, Gronkowski. Kyle Pitts could be the best tight end to ever play together. Would you trade up really? for him? 
I would trade. It depends on what team I already got. But it well, Washington football team. If you're Washington football team, do you trade up? Because you've been talking about Kyle Pitts a lot, and now everyone's yeah. saying he's going to go top ten. Well, I always look at drafts. Uh, now they talking about he going top five now. I, yep. I always look at draft and say, I if I'm drafting, is it another one of these in the draft? Like if I'm going to shop for a car, and I go over there and I'm like, he got a Corvette. Is it another Corvette on the lot that I could get for a cheaper price? That is that's the question. Well, here's what I know about Devontae Smith, uh, Waddle. It's cheaper versions of them. Rondell Moore from, from Purdue. All right? Elijah Moore from Ole Miss. All right? I, I can get this guy. I can get another version of them. It's no other version of this guy in the draft, Kyle Pitts. It ain't been a version of him came out in the last five years, let alone this draft. Now they do. Uh, Pat Faramont at uh, Penn State. Baby Grunk, 6'6", 255. He can make it happen. Different type guy. He don't run a 4-4 like Cal Pitts and can play slot receiver also. So that's right. the difference. But I know this coach. He won't trade up. He never did in Carolina. He won't now. Right. He's yeah. going to go at 19. He's going to sit there. And the only way he don't draft a linebacker is uh, somebody that should already be drafted follows in his lap. Right. Right. Like if somebody that just shouldn't be there, like a JC Horn or something like that, somebody that just totally shouldn't be there falls in his lap. And to me, he's gonna go linebacker. He's gonna go Zavin right. Collins, Tussle, six five, I mean six four, 255 pounds, can cover as bad as good as he can rush. He can rush mm-hmm. the this is what this guy do. He's a four, he's a three-down linebacker. He can play middle linebacker on first down and stuff the A gap. He can literally cover on second down tight end and the slot he's 255 and on third down he can get at the uh outside linebacker and rush the pass that's how versatile this guy is all right the only thing to stop him is if a guy like jeremiah uza kamara from notre dame falls down and he's really a safety linebacker tweener and i seen right. what this coach did with uh with davis turning him from a, a linebacker i mean from a safety to a linebacker so i can see him seeing a lot of that in him but I hope he goes Zayvon Collins. I think Zayvon Collins is the pick for us. You guys keep talking. I just lost my <laughs> AKA. Wait, you know what? Where. What did you say? I say brought to you, brought to you by the draft guru. Oh. Mm-hmm. You don't have a Fred draft? Fred There it is. What was the name? Fred Lund Muss. Fred Lund Muss. I'm the genius of draft. Oh. I'm the genius of draft. Oh. <laughs> and plus, I love... I love, I love Musk because he's the real life Iron Man. He is a real life Iron Man. All right? We we got a superhero on this earth, and his name Elon Musk. He's a real life Iron, really? Iron Man, and I call myself his 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 doppelganger, aka the real life Iron Man. He's sending everybody else to space, but I don't see him going to space. Man, that's what ballers do. <laughs> He got to gotta make follow. sure it's safe before he got to make it sure it's safe before he take his son XJ fifteen thousand. Send, send the lab rats up Z3. first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe he should go live on Westeros. <laughs> yeah. Well, Westeros is a safe haven. I'm putting it there for my kids, and this is what I want. I'm gonna put the first house on there. 
It's going to be a nice house. Eventually, it will be the big house when I die. And I want my kids to all come put their, their own vacation house around the, I mean, around the lake. And before, you're long, really? before you know it, it'll be a, a village, a number of schmooks, and a self-sufficient piece of land. Uh, Why not just make the label it Smootville? I have so many questions. No, I, I have to give it great names. And there's no daddy or granddaddy did this because of this and, and everything. Like, I've, I've thought everything out, even to the point where, you know, they got these new ways to get buried, right? I'm sorry. So bro. I don't want to take away from my land that I leave my kids. But I also want to be buried on the land because they can never sell it. All right, so now instead of taking up room, starting a, a cemetery on the land, I'm gonna call what they call start the tree of souls. And what they do is they literally put you in this biodegradable sack. No, please don't. Oh, no, and they okay. and they plant a tree, and your DNA goes into the tree, and your nutrients goes into the tree, and the tree grows, and you're still a living, breathing organism. Who, who told you about live this? On you, and your kids, my grandkids, are beta put a tree swing on me as I still breathe in oxygen and carbon dioxide. I'm who, still a part of the living earth. You understand? Who told and, you about and yes, this? Yes, why not? Why, why would I want to be burnt to death? I want to be burnt to ashes? What? Who Who told you that. about this? I studied it. It's, it's called it's a, tree of, it. I mean, a tree of souls. So now, it, it, as my kids and I die, we all imported this tree of soul, and we still really living. We're still really living organisms. I'm still breathing every day, watching over my grandkids, my great-grandkids, Freddie the Fifth. My, my mom asked, <laughs> my mother actually asked me and my sister to invest in that for her birthday present this year. Tree of souls? I kid you not. Yeah. I have email mm-hmm. proof. Yep. I to see, invest I in this tree your kit. Your mom is a genius. Your mom is a genius. She's doing stuff that I mean, me sitting at home doing it. Oh, my Lord. I can't believe that you just said that. Because mm-hmm. I gave my mom shit for bringing that up, and I didn't know that many other people had even heard of this, and yet Educa- here we are. Educate yourself. Your mother's out. Didn't they tell you mothers are always right? Yes, and they are. But my God, they always right. Cause my mama told me, "Don't marry my ex-wife," and she was right. Oh. You should never, you should, you should never marry your ex-wife. <laughs> that's true. Well, well, no, she was my wife at the time. She's oh, okay. my ex okay. now. That is, that is different then. Well, my uh, mama knew she was at... eventually going to be my ex-wife. Yeah, yeah, mamas know. Mamas, they know. know. Let me tell you something. Mamas know. I will tell you this. Uh, um, my my only my one and only wife. Um, I met her when I was in high school and I was a year older and my mother, when we were going out, my mother for my, I would somewhere around, I think maybe 20th birthday, unbeknownst to me, um, called my girlfriend and we were, by the way, dating without anybody knowing because mm-hmm. parents couldn't know that we were still seeing each other. That's a, that's a whole nother story. Uh, she went to Notre Dame. My mother reached out to her. And so on a Redskins, I'm saying the R word, Cowboys game on mm-hmm. a Sunday night, my mother says to me, this is in late October, says to me, I need you to come to the airport with me. I'm picking up a friend. And I'm like, uh, but the game is that, that, you know, there's a game on tonight. It's Cowboys and Redskins. Yeah, I just... Just, I just need you to come. I need you to come. Like, uh, it's my mom, man. You know, single mom raised me up. All right. Uh, all right. I'll, but we got to get back quick because I want to watch the rest of this game. Okay. 
I'm literally sitting in the airport watching the game, waiting for this plane to arrive. And I'm just, you know, sitting there and my mom's sitting there and she gets up when the plane arrives. I'm like, whatever. So I'm just watching the TV and I, I kind of look back at my mom, look at the TV. And then I watch people start walking up the, uh, into the airport and here comes my girlfriend. And I'm like, what in the fuck is going on here? What is this? And it was you kiss your mama my mom with that mouth? Huh? <laughs> you kiss your mama with that mouth? Feel the mouth? No. Um, <laughs> you know, so I will bleep it out. Be fine. Um, I'm going to leave it in. Uh, you leave it in and I'll beat your ass. Um, <laughs> so here comes That's why here comes I don't let girlfriend. aunties kiss my kids. I don't let my auntie kiss my kids. I don't let nobody kiss my kids but me in the mouth. That's right. Well, you, you you kiss your kids in the mouth? Especially when they babies. You can't help oh, to. They're going to kiss yeah. you back. But I ain't right here kissing a 15-year-old in my window. No, 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 no. I tried to, you know, my boys, they got to an age and said, we got to stop that, Dad. I'm like, all right, fine. So you want to be Italian. That's what you tell telling. <laughs> yeah. My wife is Italian. So anyway, my, my mom, back to the point of mom's no best. My mom had, had reached Continue, out Steve, and got her, got her to come from Notre Dame and spend the weekend here, uh, mm-hmm. back here in Maryland. My mom left and left us for two days. Um, in the mm. house, and we had a cool month. First of all, we very didn't have no money cool. to be flying people nowhere. That's how I know you well, had a you had a semi silver spoon in your mouth, chick. Now I grew on, up in the ghetto. Hold on, that's the other thing. It was a single mom, and this point, she's raising two kids. She didn't have a whole lot of money, but she just thought this was worth doing, and that's the kind of mom she was. Was like, this is worth doing, because um, she worked her. But to the bone and the phone company, mm-hmm. she was there for yep. 40 something years. I mean, there was no, believe me, there was no silver spoon in Silver Spring, Maryland, where I was raised. <laughs> I, 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 I dodged bullets in the neighborhood across the street from me. So, but back to that original point of moms know best. And they certainly, most of the time, do. Most of the time, do. And when we got eventually married, so that's five and 14, got married, we got married 15 years later. Mm-hmm. And and my mom and her had the greatest relationship before my mom passed. Like mm-hmm. my, to this day, my wife's like, oh my gosh, you know, that was like, mm-hmm. what a mother-in-law you, you hear the horror stories of that. Mm-hmm. This was opposite. It was, this was a love affair between that, my wonderful. mother and my wife. Plus, plus I'm going to give you, since you brought up your hood upbringing mm-hmm. in the source magazine, we're going to give you three, two picks and four 40 ounces for your hardness and your hood upbringing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A couple, so, couple of zigzags. There's a neighborhood across the street from where I grew up called Quebec Terrace. And I know about it. Just do not go near Quebec Terrace. And I literally, on a night when I got shot at in my own neighborhood for lighting a firecracker, we're going off the rails here, lighting yeah. a firecracker in my, in my buddy's apartment building, I was getting shot at by somebody else in our neighborhood, and I ran to Quebec Terrace in the mm. middle of the night. In Ruben, the den of night, and when now I he's got... rubbing in his hardness, he's rubbing in his ghetto ness. Oh no! no. By, by the way, making, by the yeah, way, he's making it clear. Welcome home, DC's finest, Rayford Evans. Welcome home, brother. Mm-hmm. He's home. He's home. He is. Where is oh, what? He, he home. home. He free. He's free. Yes. I did not see that. You don't. I did not see evidently, that. you don't have a TV. Uh, evidently, you don't listen to anything your kids say. Evidently, <laughs> you don't know an update of nothing. I keep breaking news to you that's like sixty <laughs> years old, and you're like, "I'm not game of game out for real." Like you don't know anything. Well, here's the thing. 
I've been alive so long that it's hard to believe that folks are getting out of prison for, for you know, 30-year sentences and stuff like that. So for those who don't know, Rafe Evans, Rafe Evans, the big drug kingpin in D.C., this is the guy that mm-hmm. John Thompson brought into his office and said, young man, you stay away from Alonzo Mourning, and if you mm-hmm. don't, I know people too. Yeah. Basically, yep. that, how that yep. conversation went. Yeah. I didn't know he was out. Well, that's good. He's out. All right. Let's see, what he does. Let's see what he does when he gets... Man, they, believe me, if you if you're in there that long, he got a plan. He came up with it a thousand years ago. He he yep. he will not be left out. He's gonna have this bid. All right, let's get out of here. Uh when is the draft? Uh, the draft is the 29th, the 30th, 31st, and of this 1st. month? Yes, of this month, April. I always okay. been the month. My so birthday do you month. Do? I got drafted do you the do? day after before my birthday. Well, how old are you gonna be? I was turning the I was gonna turn 21 the next day, but I had got drafted. I was still 20. I meant how old are you gonna be this time? When I get drafted uh with the PBA, because I'm going ball because I'm I'm going to the bowling league. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you I'm know, telling you. Old school old school memory, Pro Bowlers Association. Okay. Uh oh, Earl no, Anthony. Left handed hey, left handed Hall of Famer. I'm P. going Weber. pro. Mark my word, y'all heard it first. I'm going pro in balling, and my name will be Frederick Gutterball Jenkins. All right, and I'm going pro. It's about time they had Franklin Gutterball Jenkins that brings a young audience to it. Who's gonna be sponsored by uh, a Budweiser, old English eight ball, uh, uh, a Trojan, every, everything? They need that flashy. They need are that. There no flashy. Black, are there no it's, black it's professional a, bowlers? It's some black professional bowlers, but you don't know their name. If you got to ask me, that says everything, right? Okay. That says everything. And guess what? We can bowl at a high level, and it's about time the LeBron of bowling start to do it, and that's me. Really, I'm like the Bo Jackson of Dion of bowling because I already played one sport, and I'm coming to bowling. I'd like to, you know, Cy, at some point, I'm going to need you to go back through all of the podcasts. Oh, create a best of. Different names. T-Bags Johnston. Fred has given himself. <laughs> You know, that's your favorite T-Bags. It's got to be a cornhole T-bags, name. T-Bags, God damn Johnson. T-Bags. <laughs> At some point. Hey, it's, T-Bags, yes. It's, 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 it's somewhere in the 30s right now is the number of names he's given himself. What was the name that you were telling me before we started recording? Uh, Shadow. Shadow Moon. Mm-hmm. Shadow Moon. Yeah. yeah. This was, yeah. I'm taking Shadow Moon into the 2021s with me because I'm a grown. That's my new persona. I'm grown. I'm real smooth now. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? I'm just at that age where, you know, they said your 40 was going to be fun. They ain't tell me like this. Smoochardamus. All right. Shadow oh, yeah. Moon. T-Bags mm-hmm. Johnson. I, yeah. Yep. I go by <laughs> El Camino Jones. El Camino. There. Yep. Forgot about mm-hmm. that one. Mm-hmm. How could I forget about that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. All right. Let's get out of here. <laughs> I'm tired of this ridiculousness. <laughs> Oh, lock your right, damn mind. Right. Uh, great talking with you. Um, we got next week. We'll figure out something. I don't know what's going on next week. We'll talk about uh, who won the we match. We're going draft next week. We're going draft. We talk. You want draft? All right. We need to get a draft, draft expert in. We need a mm-hmm. draft expert to come on. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll also, we didn't talk any baseball. We've already had a base brawl, by the way. Um, and what do you think of the new, it's not really new, but it's just this extra inning rule in baseball where they got to put a guy on second base. 
to start the inning. Makes no sense. I like me. it. I like it. I like any new innovations to baseball. Baseball need to update itself. Baseball, I'm going to tell you what baseball is right it's now. Baseball is a iPhone 5 with updates. All right? It don't work on the new uh, 5G system. I, I'm sorry. Basketball and all football and all the rest of American sports is leaving baseball behind because guess what? Their clientele is full of 60, 70, and 80-year-old people. And now, like, I still love baseball. If you depend on 80-year-old people, baby, to get through life, you're going to end up like them, dead broke, all right? And that's just the way it's going to go. So now they have to update it so the young kids can consume it. I am sorry. If they don't update the process in the packaging, the kids are not going to consume it. After like the 11th or 12th inning, maybe put a, a guy on second, but you shouldn't, you should have no, at least one or we, two we extra. Action. Mm-hmm. The one thing about baseball, you can literally be in a pack house and black out. All right. You can black out, pass out, sleep. It's that slow. It's that slow. <laughs> Yeah, well, it does happen. It does happen. All right, let's get out of here. We'll talk that and a whole lot more on the next episode of That's Your Opinion, brought to you by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.